Hello, hello, good morning, everybody. Hello, and welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast. Heather, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. I am amazing. It is a happy day today, and it's a happy day because it's a holiday in Ontario, at least for some people, um, and it's family day. So I hope that everyone got to spend time with their family this weekend and are dedicating some time today. So our Say Yes Movement podcast focuses saying yes to connection, family, mm -hmm. friends, and love, yes. which is continuing our theme from last week as well. Yes, I, I kind of feel like the whole month of January, or January, where am I going? The whole month of February is the month of love. Like, it, it, or at least that's what it has been for me in terms mm. of how I've been kind of speaking to things and, and just looking at the world in a different way. And I feel like we need more love now than we have in a long time. Just because of uh, what's going on. Good morning, Lucas. Good morning, uh, happy, Lucas. To, happy to have you here with us. Uh, yes, so I, I believe Family Day is in Ontario. I think it's also in BC. There's a couple of other provinces across the country. But for those of you that are not celebrating Family Day, that's okay. Listen, it's, a, it's always a great time to build and create connection, not just with family, but with just the people around us. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, Heather, but like last week, I felt like I... Like I'm, I'm big into building and creating connections with people. Um, so that's where I've been spending a lot of time. Good morning, Gunjin. I just wanted to take a second and say hello. But uh, where have you been creating connection this, you know, this past week? I have had such amazing conversations. And, you know, one of the things that I have on my um, non-negotiables is connecting with people that either inspire me, motivate me um, I want to learn from they have a skill that I don't have that I want to learn about and you know asking them for a coffee date or you know let's have lunch together let's let's cultivate that relationship and I, I don't know in the last 10 days I think I've had the most inspirational moments of time that I've and and I don't know if it's just that my mind is open to new possibilities or it's, you know, some of them have been in person and it's been so long for that. But, you know, you are in and John, you did a, a TikTok around this just the other day about how we are the we can elevate ourselves by who we surround ourselves with. Mm. And, you know, we we've been sort of stuck in our homes too long watching the news and it, it can really tear down your mindset it can tear down your positive energy but when you activate being around really positive people it's a whole different ball game that you're playing it's a total game changer and so that's that's been my focus and and i, I just i'm so excited about all the things that i'm learning for, through other people's origin stories i love asking about the mm. origin stories yeah no that's that's my favorite i i actually reconnected with somebody on friday after Oh, I think it was like four years. Actually, we took a course together. It was uh, one of our NLP programs that we took together four years ago. And we spoke for like an hour and a half and just going in and, and talking about, you know, what's different for us. You know, you, you said it, right? Like just understanding people's origin stories. I love the origin story. I love the, you know, for us, for me, at least, I, I know for both of us, is really understanding somebody's yes story. What mm -hmm. made you say yes to a change and a pivot and a shift in your life that really changed everything for you? And when you go deep, you, like it's just, 
it blows me away when I hear it and the reasons behind it. A lot of it is just to get themselves out of where they were and, you know, just getting themselves closer to a, a better, you know, the future version of themselves, which is what we've been talking about here for a bit. But really that pivot, that change to say, you know what, I want to, like, I want to create. And what I've seen as a theme for a lot of these people is just wanting to create a bigger impact in the world in a positive way. And that to me is like more and more people want to create a positive impact in the world, impact people in a positive way. That's really going to shift and change what's happening in the world today. Cause everything I've been listening to, and I, I try not to listen to the news, uh, but we are at one of the highest, I think it's anxiety, depression, uh, all these different states that are showing up like globally, right? CAMH mm-hmm. did a big study on what's been happening in our, here in North America. And there's, there's high cases of like depression, the highest depression rates that they've seen in a long, long time. And it's funny because we're coming out of something that locked us in for two and a half years. You would think that we would feel all free. But it's it's done the opposite. People have forgotten how to connect and, and really, you know, even with teachers, they're saying kids are having, you know, a bit of a struggle learning how to just do things together because they've been isolated 100%. in their homes for so long. Right. 100%. We have lost the connection and the ability to know how to do that effectively. And part of that is because we've lost that connection to ourselves. You know, we are, you know, trying to stay connected on Zoom. You know, people have told me the same thing that they want to make an impact on the world, but then they, they also don't know how to do that. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, people are like, well, I don't want to be on social media. I don't want to be, I don't want to make videos and I don't want to do LinkedIn live. And, and the answer is great. Do what you think is going to make a connection. <laughs> In fact, th- that's actually maybe more impactful if you just reached out to two people a day, five people a day and said, I'd love to connect and learn about your origin story or have a coffee date or whatever mm-hmm. that might look like, because that's so meaningful as well. There's so many other ways that we can connect. But going back to what I just said about connecting to ourselves, we're always looking for that outside validation. And that outside validation isn't coming in the same way that it did before. So people are searching, searching, searching for this. And it's actually the wrong thing, the long place to search for that connection to yourself. In fact, you got to search inside as opposed to external validations. And that's part of the depression that's happening right now is people are looking for outside ways for validation. And I don't think that's the right answer. No, I'm with you hundred percent. It's all gonna come from within. It's gonna come from you, right? Like, so this is, you know, one of the things that we teach and we cover through our coaching and and through our training is really around, you know, what's that affirmation? What's the language that you're telling yourself every day? Mm-hmm. You know, is the language saying, I am good enough, I got this, I can crush it, I can do what I, what I want to do, or is like, ah, today's a tough day, oh, I don't know if I can get through today, oh, man, do I have to do this again, right, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so watching that language and the things that we're saying to ourselves end up creating the space in terms of how we show up and who we show up as, I think it's so important, like, oh, you just touched on something Incredibly, like connection to self, right? When was the last time you looked in the mirror and you looked yourself in the eye, right? Because I, I think about some of these conversations I've been having with people. And one of the things I see people struggle with is just eye contact, right? Like everybody's kind of turning away to look for a second. And I'm not talking about doing it in a creepy way or like, what's going on with you? Um, 
<laughs> but just in a way where you're making that connection, because we know from a subconscious perspective, how we look at somebody in the eyes actually shows up in the way we are in confidence, how we show up, you know, powerfully, genuinely, because it's hard to fake all that stuff when you're looking somebody straight in the face. You know, right. like eye contact is is a, is a skill that's getting lost because we're on Zoom so much, because we're, you know, reading our notes or looking at the screens. And you're right, people are, are sort of dodging away. But, you know, and you can practice this every single day. Mm. So you go to the grocery store, make eye contact with the, the person doing your groceries, you know, the barista at the coffee shop. So it's it's not just in a work environment or just in a family environment. It's anywhere you are making that eye contact. <clears throat> and the one of the things that, that we both teach when we're doing public speaking is connection with an audience. And mm. that connection with the audience Sorry, I got to. The connection with the audience is, right? Is that's what happens first time talking in the morning? Is is you know when I'm when I'm on stage talking to whether it's five people or fifty people or five hundred people, it's looking at someone in the audience, making eye contact with them, and giving them a head nod to acknowledge that I see them. And what's Mm. really cool about that process is I'll spend just a few seconds with one person, but that one person you know, the people that are sort of in their vicinity also feel that I'm making eye contact with them. And then I just move to another section of the audience and I pause. And that pausing allows me to connect and bring that audience together. And, you know, that's, that's a skill that we teach in public speaking, but it's something that we have to practice every day to make it happen. So I'm practicing eye contact all the time and on purpose. And John, I know you're doing the same thing. So this is not something that's just like, oh, I'm going to do it today and then I'm good at it. No, it it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Practice. No, 100%. Listen, and when there's nobody around, I practice with my my dogs. (laughs) I don't know about you. I'm like, I'm just looking at them straight in the face because they don't know where else to look, right? They're like, so they're looking at me. I'm like, it's just like, I think you touched on it. It's so incredibly important. It's just a practice because I think, or at least what I sense, what I'm sensing is just people get really uncomfortable with just looking people straight in the eye. Like just, just having like, Oh, we're having a conversation. We're not over like even on camera right now. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm looking straight at the camera. I'm not looking at the screen. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's one of the things I teach, you know, we teach, you know, as we're, we're teaching people effective communication skills, where are you looking? Right, and okay. something as simple I think about the greatest telecasters in the world, like the people that do the news and all those things, they're always looking straight in the camera, mm-hmm. right? Because looking there actually creates better connection because now you feel like at least I'm talking to you, not to the screen. Because if I were doing this, I was looking down and I'm looking exactly. at your picture, I'm looking at the screen, right? Exactly. So connection so important. So here's, you know, here's what I want to even challenge, and maybe this is a little early, but you know, with your family today, right or with your family today if you're you're spending family day with them look at them in the eyes like but i mean like give it like a few seconds like count one two three four five just go through that exercise because even at the dinner table it's hard to make eye contact with people the Mm. people closest to us you know for some reason we don't make eye contact with them you know and especially if they got electronics and devices at the table which in my house is a no-no we don't have devices at the table um, unless it's something really urgent in an emergency, but 
you know, just spend time looking at, you know, people making eye contact with the people around you, right? It's like, it's so powerful when you can do that. And it just, yeah. sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I just, you're reminding me about, you know, how people get awkward about this eye contact and there's, there's a soft eye contact and then a hard eye contact. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm looking at someone and I look, to their left, which is, well, to my left, and look just in one eye, looking to their left, that's a soft, loving look. So mm. if you want someone to feel heard, and here's a little tidbit, if you're in an argument and you want to be heard, look into their, look to your left, into mm. the eyeball that's on your left, so their right. But if you want to be heard in a different way in a very abrupt and this is the answer and where there's no negotiation you look in your other eye and that is um and, and try it try it on with someone that will give you <laughs> feedback how they feel in that moment and don't abuse this this newfound information oh, yeah. um, but but use it in a way that you know if you need to tell your kids you know it's that mom voice or that dad voice this is the dad or mom eye contact hack um, but if you want to be loving and supportive and connective today on family day Look, in, look to the left, look to their eyeballs on the left and tell them, you know, something amazing. Tell them, hey, do you want to play outside today? Do you want to do crafts today? You know, whatever is going to get them excited. Um, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. That's exactly what I want to do because they're going to feel the love and the connection with you. So, yeah, you know, it's funny you bring that up because actually there's a story that I have in and around this. I was um, I was pitching to a, to a client. And I was sitting in an office with them and I kept eye contact that way because it's an easier way of the mind saying, oh, this person feels safe. This person feels genuine. This person feels comfortable versus doing. And this is what I teach when I'm doing my career, career training and coaching, you know, just simple things as looking into one side of their eye. You know, it, yes, 100 percent. It's applicable with your kids. You got to make sure that the words and the body language that follows is also congruent. So what you're saying, you really mean, because if there's any incongruency there, you're going to see it. You're going to feel it. You're like, something feels off. They're saying all these great things. And I'm sure if you think about some of the people that you've seen on stage, where they go out, they deliver these messages, but something doesn't seem right. Their body mm -hmm. doesn't align with the wording that they use. It just makes you feel like, man, I just feel like they're lying. I don't know why. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's because those two things don't match. Right. So, you know, for me, it ended up getting me the job because the person felt really comfortable in my space. We had a really great conversation. There was a bunch of other things that happened in and around it. But the eye contact piece, I think, is what shifted it, because at the end of it, they're like, I don't know why, but I feel really comfortable talking to you. Isn't that great Ooh, feedback? I that, know. <laughs> that means that, that's the kind of feedback you're looking for in an interaction. And now you can give yourself the the connection happened, right? So I love yeah. I love that. The interview, you know, talking to your boss, talking to your team, mm. 
you know, these are th this as simple as eye contact, but I love that you added in. It must be congruent with what you're saying. It must be congruent with your body language because people can feel inauthentic people. They, that, mm -hmm. This is why we have, we don't feel connected all the time with our bosses or with the, the purpose of the company is because someone isn't communicating that effectively and with, with, with all of their body believing in it, in that message. Yeah. Well, even the people that are listening right now, right? Like you're a new leader, you're an emerging leader, or you're a leader that's been around for a long time and maybe, you know, things have kind of fallen off for you a little bit. Uh, making that eye contact is a way of reestablishing trust and connection. Mm. Right. And just like, just try it. Right. Like if you're building a team and you're doing interviews right now, you know, instead of putting your head down and listen, I've done it, you know, when I was doing interviews and at some point, I don't know, I think I was doing 30 or 40 interviews in a year. My head would be down a lot. And I would be like taking and writing notes. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm not even making connection with the person. Like as they're trying to pitch themselves to me, I'm pitching myself to them. And it's like, do they really want to work with a person whose head's always down and in the sand and not really focusing on that? Mm -hmm. And I think about culture from that perspective, environment, you know, workspace and who's this person, how are they going to show up every day? And, you know, when I have a question, are they going to be there to be able to answer it for me? Or are they just going to be heads down all the time? Like wow, these, are that's... The, these are the little things I look for. And these are the little things I train on as well and coach on is, is that person really paying attention to you? Actually, mm -hmm. I had I had one person who walked into an interview and the person was on, at the time, a BlackBerry. <laughs> they were on their BlackBerry the whole, I know, a long time ago. Um, but it happens, right? People happens. are on their phones, they're on the devices, and they're not really paying attention. And then they're like, well, but the, this is just work, right? Like, there's an emergency, there's a fire going on right now. Okay, then reschedule, right? Don't take that call. Don't be that person who's going to force the interview because it's locked into your calendar, but there's something else more urgent happening. And instead of giving your focus to the person that you're going to bring onto your team, it's outside of the team. So are, is it even fair? Right. And people want to be seen and heard. And that's, that is missing in so many situations in the corporate workplace, but it's also missing at home, right? Our kids mm -hmm. need our time. And, and here's the fun part. Kids don't need all night. They need like 15 minutes mm. because then they're, they're want to do something else. So, you know, when we say we don't have time for things, you have 15 minutes to give to the people that you love the most. But when we go back to in the workplace being seen and heard, you know, that is because that's missing. When you do that, you can have people step into their best version of themselves. And I'll, I'll use an extreme example, but you know, in my, in my corporate world, I would hire and I, and I had to also let go of people when the fit just wasn't there anymore. And because I'd done the work beforehand talking about what's best for them, what's best for the organization, what's performance look like that's expected. By the time we get to a, a, a mutual agreement that their employment is ending, I've had numerous occasions where people have given me a hug, have said thank you, because they're set up for success in a way that they're now ready to step into what's next for them. And so that connection, you know, it it, it, it can drive things that you would never expect. Like I would have never expected that someone is 
is leaving the organization on a mutual agreement and they're giving me a hug. Like, like <laughs> they don't have a job tomorrow, <laughs> but they, they have a new outlook on life mm -hmm. and they feel heard and they feel connected and they see what's possible for them in the future as opposed to what's missing or what's being taken away from them. So this, this process of connection can have so many outcomes that you can't even imagine today to make your job easier as a leader, but also to cultivate a, a, a possibility, a, a, a culture of possibility on your mm -hmm. team. And leaders that connect deserve and bring together top, top leaders. So you want the best results, connection is the way to get to those results. I love it. Yes, it's applicable at work. It's also applicable at home. So practice at home with the people closest to you. And, you know, today, given that it's family day here in Ontario, take the opportunity, really pay attention to the loved ones around you. So that's your homework assignment. You're going to go look at people in their eyes. You're going to make some eye contact and see how that works out for you. And, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable at first. It's going to be a little bit uncomfortable for you. And it even might even be a little bit uncomfortable the person receiving the eye contact from you. But just, you know, settle into that. And, you know, if you need to look away for a second and come back to it, but give it a shot and see what shows up in, in terms of those conversations, in terms of how, you know, people are going to start to open up differently because they start to feel something different about you. So uh, with that, I can't believe we're out of time. Well, happy family day, everybody. Uh, with that, we're going to wish you an amazing day. And remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Have an amazing rest of your Monday, and we'll be back on Wednesday. Take care, everybody. Bye, Ryan.